there listeners thanks again for tuning into sin's workshop hope you're having a wonderful day today we're going to be talking about beasts of prey by ayana gray this was the book of the month winner on sin's workshop um just a couple months ago and i have to say i'm really happy that i finally got around to reading it because i really um i loved it actually <laughs> so one of the things i think is really interesting about this novel is how it starts so when you read the synopsis, the synopsis talks about Kofi and Econ as main protagonists. Yet our story doesn't open with either of them. Instead, we're introduced to Adia and this chapter. It's called Forbidden Fruit. And then all of a sudden, you know, chaos happens. Then the story actually starts part one with Kofi. And I think that's really engaging because I think immediately we're drawn into the intrigue, like what is so important about Adia? And considering how that first chapter with her ends, it's a jaw dropper, honestly. You're like, what in the heck is going on here? So you are immediately intrigued. You're immediately interested in what is going to be happening with this story. And I think that that says a lot about the author's writing style. She is compelling she lures you in she makes you want to read the story and that's why I liked it um for that reason because again you are intrigued from the get-go you are interested in how the stories develop where it's going to go from here and you want to know what is so important about Adia's arc what is it that makes her that made the author choose to start with her so you're reading the story you're following Kofi Nikon and of course Adia's story arc is reintroduced again and again and this is another thing I love about Gray's writing style she does a lot of showing and no and um, I can't think of any telling with her story so as you're reading immediately you are it's alluded to rather that coffee and econ's story arc takes place in you know present day whereas adia's is past tense you know her story arc was the past these are two vastly different worlds in adia's world magic is everywhere and coffee and econ's magic is a myth so it's a hundred years it's been a hundred years um something happened there was a world breaking event there was a rapture the sky is looks like it's been torn apart so immediately you as a reader you kind of know okay this this the way the world is now it ties back to Adia's arc you know and now you're further interested you're further engaged you're further committed to finding out what the heck happened after the end of that first chapter so that's what the story is kind of about it's kind of developing this mystery about idea and the world and why it is the way it is now so i love that and i love the fluidity the momentum usually one of my biggest pet peeves is whenever we go back and forth between past and present um sometimes authors aren't always very smooth about it it's it can be very jarring at times, and that's what I love about um, Adia's story arc. 
because every time we go back to her arc, it's such a smooth re-entry. You don't even notice that, oh yeah, this story arc is taking place in the past. You're just lured in. Gray's writing style is so fluid. It's concise, it's written wonderfully. I think she has such a bright and vivid imagination because she's able to create really two worlds because that's what's happening. You have the past and present day world and they're two very different worlds. And I think it's just ultimately engaging. I think it's amazing how it all moves together effortlessly, really. So I think her, her writing style is incredible. Let me just continue from there. Um, I really enjoyed the movement of back and forth between past and present because she doesn't lose the author and she doesn't lose that momentum. And that for me is incredible because again, like I said, it's one of my biggest pet peeves when authors are going back and forth and they don't do it in a way that is a fluid. Um, it actually really, really bugs the crap out of me um, when that happens. But, you know, overall, I think the story was incredible. I think Kofi is such a good character. I loved her spunk. I love how she develops. Because at first, when you first meet her, she's um, a little quiet. She's a little meek. And she doesn't really have that force to drive the story as much as she does eventually drive the story and that's something that I personally thought was super amazing for her because you're seeing her develop especially with um Econ their character dynamics are incredible and I love the mutual respect that goes that forms between them because they're both from different groups of people different tribes to say and as the author notes in her author notes Different groups of people don't always get along. Um, you know, your different beliefs, different religious beliefs tend to be fodder for a lot of hatred. So, to see these two bond and team up was really well done. And you're seeing them develop. You know, he has a, Econ is overlooked a lot because of his um, peculiar, you know, his nervous, nervous tics. And for Kofi, you know, she doesn't really think twice about them. She's just like, oh, they are what you, they are what they are. And she respects him. She respects his um, book smarts more than anyone around him ever did. And I think that that says a lot about her characterization. And I think it says a lot about their personality and where they're coming from and why Econ is at times a little very insecure about a lot of himself. You know, immediately he apologizes for his nervous tics to her and she's just like, don't apologize there you have nothing to apologize for like you're not offending me in any way shape or form so i think it's really well done these character dynamics and i think the story was well done too because it doesn't lose its momentum it's just bang 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 you know it just keeps moving forward and i think that that's really well done it was executed expertly and i'm excited to see where the story is going to go from here because it's just 
that ending was jaw-dropping, honestly. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give this book four and a half out of five stars. It really was well done. It was consistent. It had excellent rising tension, or excellent character dynamics, excellent pacing and momentum. It doesn't lose any of that from beginning to end. And I love that it's developing Adia's story. It starts with her, how her story ends. And we're getting to that moment because as you follow her journey and how she got from point A to point B, you're seeing how the world became the way it is now. And I think that that's something worth reading. So um, please remember, if you're going to purchase the book, purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. If money's tight, please check out that book from your local library. And I hope you'll continue to support this podcast by liking it, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.